What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Ned Simone. You are tuning in to What's the Word, where we implement one mic, one voice. We are back with another episode of What's the Word podcast. I'm your host, Nia Simone, and today we have a special guest, Angizi. I'm super excited about this one. You know, every guest I get excited, but this one is just really special because Angizi is definitely my mentor when it comes to journalism. So um, I'm going to kind of give y'all like the rundown on how I know Angizi and Gail, but Angizi to me. So <laughs> it like Angel has always been like a unique individual, very beautiful on the outside and very beautiful on the inside. Like when I seen you in Delhi, I was like, oh my gosh, this girl can pull off some fashion. For real, I was like, oh yeah, she she's good, she's good from the big hair because I love big hair, so I was just like, oh yeah, she rocking that. And then once I got to NT and really got into journalism, that's when we kind of connected. I remember when I went in um, the 90, 90.1 WNAA radio station, and I was just kind of like, I really want to do this, but I just don't know. And, and Gail, she got me in the the room. I don't know what you call it, the room, but wherever the where you where I was training at that room if you know you yeah, know and she just true. helped me and it was like 15 to 30 minutes and then she I don't think she knows the impact that she left on my life but she has really helped me love being the host I am today so I'm gonna let you give I'm gonna let her introduce herself today because she does it best so hey y'all, I am Angel, aka Angeezy. I got a lot of AKAs. Some people call me Auntie. Some people call me Auntie Geezy. Whatever, whatever vibe you get by the end of the conversation, you pick a name. Okay, period. <laughs> so that's me. Okay, so y'all know we always do announcements. It's only right because some of y'all like. I don't know. Some of y'all just don't be knowing what's going on in the entertainment industry. So I'm just going to keep y'all updated. So first, we're going to start off with my fave, Jasmine Sullivan. She will be dropping her new album called um, Hoes Tale. Yeah. So if you haven't watched her Breakfast Club, please watch it because she kind of explains on, you know, where she is in life, where she was in life when we didn't hear from her from a while. Because I think she last dropped like the reality show. And I think that was maybe like 2015, 2016, around that area. So... I'm excited because she has Ari Lennox, which is another fave of mine, and she has um, her. So her and her drops, um, well, her and her. <laughs> so um, Jasmine Sullivan and her drop uh, a new single today called, um, let me look, because I don't want to lie, Girl Like Me. So have you heard that, Angel? I haven't heard it, but it's you like put me on to... Uh pick up your feelings so I'm gonna go right on to that song when we get off this call because it's totally oh, gonna slap period oh yes girl Jasmine Sullivan is just like I feel like she's very underrated I feel like people just especially in the music industry it's just like if you have a a, a raw talent like Whitney Houston and stuff like they don't want people like that no more they just want people that's just talking and I guess that's, whatever floats their boat just float mine I guess but 
And I, I think, I also think that it's one of those things, because um, I'm about to go back to school, and I think that it's, it's also her marketing. Definitely. Mm, just like it's Fantasia. Like, honestly, Fantasia can yeah. grow, but... You're right. PR is everything. Marketing, all that is everything. So you got to have that all together. Because if you yeah. don't, then... Yeah. Jasmine just sing, but Jasmine just sings. Jasmine doesn't have merchandise. Jasmine doesn't have... you. I mean, I can't think of a, a profound tour she's done or she consistently does. So That's a good it's point. almost one of the things I'd be like, yeah, Jasmine don't, they don't get Jasmine her flowers, but it's also like, well, who is Jasmine's team? Mm. That's a good observation. I'm glad that you brought that up. Because now I'm Tiana, Tiana was, was, Jasmine is better than Tiana. We can do it vocals, but Tiana, her personality got her with mm, Definitely. We don't know too much about Jasmine Sullivan's personality. Oh, no. Mm-mm. So. That is true. So, speaking, yeah. of, speaking of Tiana Taylor, how do you feel about her, you know, kind of like getting away from the music industry? She feel like she's not appreciated. How do you feel about that? Because I love both of her albums. Yeah. Yeah. I love Tiana. Um, Tiana. Did I say Tiana? I love Tiana. Uh, I hate that she feels like that. Um, but I also think it's one of those things. I think it's, again, your marketing team. Um, and I think I think sometimes artists forget that it's not all about them, but it is all about them. Yeah. Ari Lennox, Ari Lennox kind of threw a temper tantrum like that, too. Yeah. But um, it's, it's just one of them things. You, you got to take the flowers that you are given. Because Tiana, yeah. everybody loves Tiana. So I, it's almost yeah. one thing like, how much more do you want? Because your right. fans are loyal fans. Right. So I don't know. I don't know. And I feel like she did pretty good with her not really having any. I mean, Google me, but I mean, not really having like <laughs> Not really having that um, foundation, like musical, you know, foundation or whatever you want to call it. Um, something like, you know, like Beyonce, you know, Destiny Child. She actually, you know, but I feel like she did pretty good. I love her last album, though. Did you like yeah, it? Yeah, the last two were both good. Yeah. Yeah. So, the next announcement is G Herbo and his girlfriend announced her pregnancy. So, you know, a lot of people have their, you know, side where, you know, they with G Herbo girlfriend and then the G Herbo baby mama. So, how do you feel about that? Because a lot of people don't like the baby mama because they feel like she do too much. And what are your thoughts? Let me get your thoughts. I wish, I wish Ari the best. <laughs> I wish Tyena the best. That's how you say her name? Tyena, Tyena. I think something like that. Something with a Tiana, T A. Something like that. I don't I really know. Got a little razzle dazzle. I don't think it's Tyena. I think it's Tyena. But yeah. um, I I don't I don't know. I think it, it's it's another one of them case of the influencer type things. Um, I wish them the best. I hope she has a great pregnancy. Mm. Uh. I hope she's not a single mother out here because that nigga's, uh, he's about to be in bed, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. About that. That's a rough one. So, speaking of babies. Oh, I ain't mean to cut you off. See, this is going down. I just, I just thought about it. Like, he's going to the penitentiary. Like, everybody be out here showing their beds and putting the hundreds on their arms. You heard what I'm going 
orange is gonna be on his arm. Like that. It's gotta stop scaring, bro. That joint. You gotta. You gotta know when to get in and get out. Mm-hmm. That is true. And get greedy. You can't get greedy. That's when you get caught. Right, just like somebody said, you know, one thing I regret in 2020 is if I was scamming, I should have scammed. I said, Lord Jesus, I just don't know. I'm just too scared to do all that. I'm not gonna do all that. I ain't got, I ain't got it in me. Why? I ain't got it in me. <laughs> I'm too scared. I'm too scared. They clip my account at Wells Fargo. I'm gonna be like, why me? Why? Why would you do the special thing? <laughs> I just needed an extra couple thousand. Why would you Why, have that's to that I can't. People make that their lifestyle, and I just they can't do. do that. But speaking of babies, um, Nicki Minaj also posted a picture of her baby, her little boy. I feel like her little boy looks just like her. I think he kind of looks like the daddy too. I think he's a good, a good mix. You know what? I never even seen the daddy. After they, you know, about his court case and stuff like that, I just didn't even want to have nothing to do with him. Uh, but I do need to look at Yeah, I do need to yeah. check him out. Now that you said that the baby looked like him, it may change my life. It may change my life. I don't, I don't pay, too much to the, pay too much attention to the husband neither, but um, definitely. I honestly forgot I he was... Yeah, I forgot she was married. <laughs> I forgot she was married. Lord Jesus, forgive me. I, oh, I think when I stuff started like hitting the blog, um, I think she kind of just was like, "All right, babe, we just gonna not put you out there like that all the time because I don't want nobody to put a target on your head every time they see you." So I haven't seen too much of them since. I feel like the most I've seen him was when they got together, when the stuff came out, and when she got pregnant. Mm-hmm. That is true. That's the most, yeah. Otherwise, it's PR like, uh-uh, bye. No, just Nikki, bye. Uh-uh. Right, because I'm seeing more pictures of her and Meat Mill now than ever. I'm like, is it me? Is people still making memes about them? Like, and, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to even get on Meat Mill because I love you, but that stunt he pulled on Twitter, I ain't really care for that, but I'm not going to. Yeah, we're not going to go into Meat, huh? We can't go into Meat today. But um, Ari Lennox has a new look. Y'all know I love Ari Lennox. She has a new look. She cut her natural hair, and I like it. I am not my hair, India Ari. It's giving me India. Her hair? Yes, girl. What? She done cut her hair off. Yes. Well, look at God. I'm always, I'm here for a cut. I love a cut. Yeah, definitely. And your cut is ball. You said your cut. I just need a pink it, okay? Period. I just ain't, I'm tired of gelling and slicking her down, so we slid mm. orange on. Yes. But, um, yeah, I'm pro cutting that hair off, okay? Yes, I love the orange on you. When you did it, I think it was like homecoming one year. Uh-huh. Yeah. That orange is you. It's it definitely you. Yeah. It was definitely you. But that is it for our announcements this week. So we're going to kind of get into Aunt Geezy. Because I know a lot of y'all probably like, oh, this girl, she really on her stuff. But, like, what is it about her? Like, you know, how she doing all this? You know what I'm saying? We all want to know how somebody doing it. Okay. So we're going to start off with the first question. Tell us about you. There's something that's okay. unique, your background, where you went to school. Give us a little bit about Angie. Okay, all right, bet. So I am from born and raised 
big Greensboro, big 336. Um, I went to the, I got to say it because Nia went there too, and this is a Greensboro ass podcast. Always. I went to the James Mason Dudley High School, and then I trickled my way up the street to North Carolina Agricultural Technical State University. Period. Where I just graduated in May um, with Congrats. a degree, a Bachelor of Science. Hold up, because it's. A bachelor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know when you ain't walk, you gotta you gotta flip it out every time. Yeah. Okay, I Because they they robbed me of my walking, but it's okay though. It's not okay, but it's okay from right now. Um. So yes, yeah, so I got my degree in mass communications at ANT. I was probably most known for being freshman class president way back freshman year. Um. But most most private. Uh, prevalent was me being on the radio all four years I was at ANT. So I was the main radio host um, the la- my last two years, so junior year, senior year, and then, um, but I started my freshman year. So I did that four years at the station on campus, WNAA 90.1. Um, and I was also the main, I would say my junior, senior year, I was the main female host for um events on campus. Uh, after that, I currently am working in Raleigh. I moved to Raleigh in August, and I am working as a leasing agent in Apex, so I commute about 15, 20 minutes. And um, I love my job. I'm about to go back to school tomorrow. Actually, I start one of my courses tomorrow. Oh, cool. I'm excited. Um, and that's, that's pretty much it about me. I live by myself. We trapping out the crib, you know. I mean, hey, we just make it do what it do. I'm about to get back on the radio. I got equipment um, trickling in bit by bit, so I can go ahead and do it from home. But yeah, we about to take 2021 back up. Period. So this week's topic is about life after graduation and also trusting the process. The reason why I chose. Um, trust in the process because and easy ball you know life after graduation because she could kind of give you know some tips about that and you know how it is for her now but trust in the process because I feel like sometimes I can't speak for no other major but especially especially um journalism majors I feel like sometimes you really have to trust the process like you know because other people have internships here you know internships there they have this opportunity and then sometimes you feel like okay well I'm not doing nothing so you know and I feel like timing is everything and I feel like a vet to this, especially the GOAT to me, can really give y'all some tips. Um, so I just wanted to help y'all out with that. So I know that Angizi has, you know, different streams of income. So kind of tell us about, like, you know, your business. Because I know you have um, different businesses. Yeah, so I do. Um, and I'm a, I'll am probably give y'all a little nugget when I get to the end of explaining what I do. So um, my main job is the leasing agent. Then after that, um, how do I want to go into my side hustles? Because I'm, I'm kind of like, yeah, y'all ever seen Friday? <laughs> she was like, baby D, uh, babysit, sell drugs, and do all that at the same house. That's me. Like, I do all of it. So, um, but my main two that I actually have, we'll go with what I have Instagram pages for. Okay. Um, my main two was the Media Hustle, which I started, when did I start the media? Probably May. During, it was it was COVID, and I was like, I want to get in more, you know, get more into my major, 
my abilities, my skills on Adobe, my marketing skills, blah, blah, blah. So I started the Media Hustler, which um, started out specializing in social media management, um, as well as logo creation, brand creation, stuff like that. I'm just helping people look better on the internet. People be having fuzzy pictures or the logo look like it's on Microsoft Word and yeah. that ain't hot. That's just, I was like, no, you need, you need help. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that was the first one. The second one is, um, the insomnia shop. Um, primarily it started off as me needing some extra income. Um, and I was like, People are going crazy about these freaking onesies. Mm -hmm. So I started, I had just ordered some onesies, tried the whole ordering from overseas thing, and I ordered some onesies, and I had came up real fast. Like, I had, I probably spent maybe $100 on an order, on my first order, but I made 200 in profit. I was like, oh, they love this. I'm like, oh, nice. <laughs> Like onesies, me please. Okay, yeah. so um, that was where that came from, and it I took that and added stuff to it, so like accessories, stuff like that. Um, but I I called it the insomnia shop because I wanted it to be geared toward um just nighttime activity. So right. the onesies. Um, I sell currently sell, but I'm about to I'm doing a blowout sale, so I'm about to stop selling them. Um, currently sell rolling trays. Um, because people do that at night. Whatever, mm -hmm. whatever you rolling, that's your business. Okay? Right. Um, and then what was some other stuff? Bonnets and do rags. Go to sleep. Um, so that's where the insomnia came in, and I wanted to go ahead and get more merchandise, like club outfits, stuff like that. But it's pandemic, mm -hmm. and then it's, you know you get into wanting to sampling, sample your orders from your vendors and all that stuff. So I was like, we maybe we need to rebrand this thing. So I am rebranding my two businesses. Um, mm -hmm. So my advice, my little nugget that I talked about in the beginning is don't be afraid. One, realize that we are in a pandemic. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you are full of ideas when you are sitting at home. Um, and also realize that, how can I say this? When you start a business, when you get into it and you start making money and then you stop making money, that's when you realize Hmm. Was this really making me money long term, or this was making me money for the moment? Mm. Um, so that's why I am rebranding my two businesses. So the Insomnia Shop is going to be geared towards um, more towards kids um, coming up, as well as parents too. Because um, those those people that got money, like I was yeah. selling ones, but they had money then. Yeah, the niggas ain't got money yeah. now. <laughs> so, I, so I'm sitting on onesies like. Nah, like they, they, I'm about to do a blowout sale on them too. Like they're going to be the cheapest ones these niggas ever got because I'm about to drop the price on them. So, um, then I'm just going to stop selling them because that's one of the things I realized. Like you got to look at your market. You got to look at the people that got money. You got to realize like when you look at your market, you got to look and see if that market got money and yeah. if they can buy what you sell it. That, um, is so that is where most of my uh, rebrand is coming from or there. And then with school, so the media hustle is going to essentially turn into a page that gives tips on music marketing. So for independent artists, um, it's, it's going to help them with logos. It's going to help them with um, brand kits, their press kits, um, all that good stuff. Because people people get cocky and they be like, well, I got the number one song. And I be like, but nobody knows you. Why? Sorry. <laughs> Like, right. song in your head. Like, right. you don't have no logo. I don't know your bio. I don't know where you're from. Um, like, you have this email in your bio, and it goes to you. Who's your manager? 
Like, people get so caught up in their abilities that they forget that music, like Jasmine Sullivan, music, I mean, the music industry is 10% music, 90% marketing. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's what the media hustle is is in the process of, as far as rebranding. Okay, I know you had one more, but I think it was uh, with someone. It was like, yeah, urban Christian. Yes, urban Christian. yes, 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 yes. Tell the world about that. Tell the world about that because I like that. So, urban like Christian. Urban Christian has been down for a little bit um, because me and the person that I started with fell out. I'm gonna keep it straight up because y'all oh. know me. I, if y'all know oh. me by now, I'm keeping 100. Okay, me and a yeah. person fell out, um, and uh, I was like, we're gonna we're gonna just just end Urban Christian. And I sat sat on it. And I was like, no, this this is for the people. So Urban Christian pretty much was a platform that he and I started um, as a way to bring Christians together, but in a non-judgmental, fun way, as well as still helping them with their progression as a Christian, but not putting so much pressure on the religion aspect of Christianity, but more so the spirituality aspect of Christianity. So not are you having sex unprotected with nobody married every day? Yeah. Are you a good person every day? Like, yeah. <laughs> do you have a bad attitude? Do you cuss everybody out every time you get upset? That's what we need to work on. Not right. that you sleep with every, somebody different every day. We ain't worried about that. Right. Is, that, is your attitude bad? Do you right. have a good heart? Right. <laughs> do you like people? Do you smile? Okay? Do you think you live in abundance? Okay? It's little stuff like that that people be missing. They be worried about the, the sinning part too much. They don't worry about the, the everyday part. So right. um, that's why we started Urban Christian. Also just to kind of essentially take Christianity and make it translated in a kindergarten way. Because I think sometimes people go to, go to church or they go to these Christians or they go to people that's very spiritual and they put so much on them that people be like, nah, I'm good. This Christianity sounds like a lot. I'm right. good. I, I just keep doing what I was doing. But we be like, whoa, hold up. It's not that bad. Yeah. Just don't take it as serious as they take it. Otherwise, you'll be miserable like them. And that God don't want you like that because he wasn't even like that. Like, right. So um, that's pretty much what Urban Christian is. I'm, I'm still working on the rebrand of that because I wanted to come back and be impactful. Right. Um, and I also wanted to be I want it to be one of those things that doesn't sway people. It gets people. It brings people back to Christianity. Like those right. people that are like, nah, I'm good. Got church hurt and all that stuff. Like, okay, all right. Urban Christian told me that it's, it's okay. I just need a second. Just think of it like this. Right. So, mm-hmm. And the, the reason why I love that platform, because I'm not going to say like I struggle with anxiety, but sometimes like it's like, like you said, some people put different sins on different pedestals. So it's like, okay, well, I don't really know how to explain it. Like, give an example. Um, you treating people bad and sick. So they'd be like, okay, you sleeping with someone unprotected that's not your man. You end up having a baby by him. But they'll put smoking weed up. Not saying... Oh Lord, I don't want to say it like that. I don't want to offend nobody. I don't want to offend nobody. No, I know what you're saying. I know you know, like what you're they, yeah, they, I just feel like people like a sin is a sin. You lie, you mm-hmm. steal, you cheat. A sin is a sin. So I feel like that's the reason why I like that platform because it kind of, like you said, brings people back to Christianity and just kind of like, okay, woof. 
I'm not a bad person because I did that today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It kind of like, yeah, exactly. it was people mind. So kind of like mental health in a sense, it could kind of go into that. So that's the reason why I like that platform. That's why I was like, oh yeah, she really got to talk about this. Yeah, girl. It's, it's coming back soon. I just wanted to come back correct. Because again, it's, it's going to be me coming back on my own when it was supposed to be the cinema. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm still praying on it and I don't want to pre pre launch a rebrand. So, um, yeah, it's, it's coming. It's coming. So, um, so we know that our topic is about, you know, life after graduation and trusting the process. So what did life after graduation look like for you before you actually graduated? Mm, okay. So before I actually graduated, Life after graduation was going to be, um, I was supposed to be teaching in Memphis, Tennessee mm. uh, with Teach for America. I had applied, let's see, we that was 2020 that I graduated. I had applied December 2019. Um, I had ranked my places. I was like, we put Tennessee up there. We put Cali up there. We put Virginia, North Carolina. And um, they put me in Tennessee and I was, I was pumped up. I was ready to go until the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. Um, first thing that happened was they made training virtual. Mm-hmm. Um, I was originally like when I graduated two weeks later, I was supposed to be packing up and tipping to Memphis for my life for two years. Um, but I did virtual training by the end of virtual mid, I'm going to say mid training. It, it was four weeks. Mid-training, I said, this ain't it. <laughs> this ain't it. I don't know what it is, but this ain't. <laughs> so we about oh, to Um, And I, it, one of those things, trust the process, I'm one of those people, I can't, it's some things I just can't quit. Um, and if I, I think my philosophy is if I had the audacity to start it or to at least start that section, um, I can't quit it. I had to see it all the way through to get everything I needed to get. Um, whether that's a lesson, whether that's networking, whether that's money, whatever it is, don't quit midway. Like you quit at the end of the chapter. So my chapter at that moment was training. So once I got the training, I said, I'm gonna let them know. It's been great. <laughs> I had fun, but I'm about to go. Okay. <laughs> I'm about to go. Cause that's and that's exactly what I did, and I, I had no I had no plan of what I was gonna do when I stopped. Cause I was living I was living at my sister's house. My apartment had flooded during the middle of training. Mm-hmm. Um, my but my room only, so I had to move out of the apartment. Everybody else is cool. Um, I was living with my sister, doing training. I was babysitting my two little girls that um I watch all the time and had training in my ear because it was virtual. Like I was doing a lot in four weeks. Oh, yeah. So at the end of the four weeks, and then that's when me and the dude that I did Urban Quish with, that's when we was at Wix. I was like, yo. <laughs> so glad to give. God. <laughs> you need all this to happen right now. You couldn't have scheduled this a little, you know, spread it out. No, no. Okay. So um, I quit. I quit. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what's going to happen. But my friend, one of my best friends, Ray Jean, I don't know if you know Ray Jean. She went to Dudley. Um, she... I would say it was the last day of training. And she was like, yeah, I'm about to move to Charlotte. I got me a job as a leasing agent. I was like, well, how quick did they hire you? And she was like, um, pretty fast. And she was like, you should apply. And I was like, I ain't got nothing else to do. I All right. And she had the same degree I had. Um, so I applied. 
And they, I got it. And I was like, and I applied because I was, I got to get up out of my sister's house. I had been there for three months. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's the, only, she's the only family member I can live with for long periods of time. But it was still one of those things. I like being by myself. Why? I get up. If I got to pee in the middle of the night and I want to go get a donut from the kitchen, I don't want to have to put pants on. I want to just go. <laughs> like, I don't want to have to worry about it. Somebody go come down the steps because they want a donut too in the middle of the night. I don't know. I don't want to walk in the house from a long day. I'd be like, why you ain't speak when you walk in the house? Nigga, because I'm tired. I don't want to talk to nobody. That's just not home. When I come home, Nia, I say, hey, home. I literally do. And sometimes if I forget, I say, my bad, home. I ain't speak to you today. I like that. I don't want to be obligated to speak to another human if I don't feel like it. Why? I had to get up out of my sister's house. And that, that literally my job now was my ticket out. And I had saved, I was getting unemployment too. Mm. So I had saved my unemployment because I was on, I was on, the, I was on the ship that was getting the extra six hundred dollars. Oh yeah, me too, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stacked that up and it's been helping. So I, I was making bank. I was like, listen, this my ticket out. Right. Nobody say I'm saving up bread. When I get a phone call saying I got a job, I'm out of here. Like, mm-hmm. and that was that was that. So it all worked out. It really all worked out. You just got to trust the process, literally. Mm-hmm. So what's your zodiac sign? Okay, so I'm a Pisces sun. Okay. I'm a Leo moon and I'm a Cancer rising. Oh. Girl, I know all this stuff. I'll be Girl, into it, okay? I was just like, this energy, like, I, I know I talked to you, like, you know, before, but I'm just like, oh, you sound like a Pisces. Because that's how I am, too. I love to be alone. Like, it took me a long time to get here because I'm the only child, so I always wanted somebody around, you know, playing with and stuff like that. But now I could just go in my room and be happy. Turn on America's Next Top Model. Um, would I binge watch something and I'll be fine? I ain't got to talk. I scroll on social media a little bit. That's all the socialize I need to do for the guy. I don't feel like talking. Grandma want to call. Grandma, I'm going to call you back. I, I, I can't talk right now. She don't understand. She stay at home all day. She don't understand. But baby, I need some time to myself. Yeah, yeah. Especially highly social people. I think highly social people forget that they have to de- decompress from people. Mm-hmm. And I deal with people and I put my all of my personality and all of my interests into everyone I talk to. Mm-hmm. So when I get home, I, I, I ain't got it in me some days. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to be obligated to have to because I live with you. Like, no. Right. No. Yeah. And, and I'm very big on energy. So kind of like you say, you know, giving your personality to every person that you, you know, have a conversation with. I'm very big on energy. I don't want, if my energy is bad, I just go in my room, shut the door. Hey, y'all, I'm going through it today. I'll talk to y'all tomorrow because I don't want my bad energy to, you know what I'm saying? Because energy is real. People don't understand that. <laughs> energy real. is real. So I just rather be by myself. Mm-hmm. So what is one lesson you learn about life instantly? After you graduated, what is one lesson like you was just like, okay, so this really sunk in as soon as I graduated? I would say one I instantly realized it was a song. And sometimes I say the lyrics just when I'm having having a rough time during the day. I try not to have, I try not to say I have rough days, have a rough time in the day. Um, And it was Frankie Beverly. Mm. I was in the car and I was I was going through, I was crying. Let me tell you something. Healing comes when you cry in the car. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got to go on a ride and you got to cry in that car. You okay? do. 
I don't care if it's a hoopy. I don't care if it's a bike. You got the ride and you got the cry. And I don't know what it is, but it helped, okay? But I was listening to him and I was crying. And he said, joy and pain is like sunshine and rain. Mm. And I was like, mm. Mm. And it really is. Mm-hmm. It like, really is. Some days, some days it's going to be full of joy. Mm-hmm. And some days, it's going to be a dab or or a hold. You're going to drown in pain. Mm-hmm. But it's just like sunshine and rain. It ain't going to sun. The sun ain't going to shine every day. Oh, it might it. shine more often than not. But it's not going to shine every day. Mm-hmm. And it's going to rain sometimes. But it's not going to rain every day. So I once I connected that and I was listening to Good Bruh, I was like, yeah. You're right. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, this is just my rainy day. This mm-hmm. is just my rainy day. So, yeah. So I know that you kind of, you know, related that lesson to, you know, a song. So how do you feel about music? Because honestly, I know this is kind of off topic, but music is like a part of me. Like I have to listen to music throughout the day, every day, sometimes all day. Sometimes I don't even touch the TV. So what is your connection to music? I'm the same way. I like I people and it drives people crazy. People will recommend a show to me and I say <laughs> That's me. That's me. I may get into it, but uh. I mean like I'm not gonna make you no promises. I might turn it on. I said, but don't ask me what happened. I said I don't do well with TV. Having to sit down and focus and try to get the plot and then don't don't let it be trash. Right. I just wasted my time. I could have been listening to music. Right. Like so I'm not a big TV person um at all. I and li- I I low key and it's it's kind of weird but she really wrote the hell out of that show. I have not been a big TV person since Scandal went off. Mm, see I never watched Scandal. You got to watch the damn scandal. Somebody told me to watch scandal. It's a good show. And I used to lay in my dorm. I used to lay in my dorm, lay on the bed with some type of food, and that would watch that would put me to sleep. And when that show ended, I said, she really not writing no more. Right. And I think it really scarred me. And I, I haven't been into TV like that for real. The most I've watched like that has been power. And I missed this whole season. I just started it. You gotta watch this season. You gotta I'm watch this thing. episode too. I can't get through it. I keep falling asleep. Oh my gosh, I love power. It's just because I'm tired. Yeah, like you. That's one thing with power. You really like you can't be on your phone scrolling. Hey, no. mom, what you doing? No. You gotta really be tuned in. Like you gotta same way. Like See, that's why I need to get. Like, yeah, because everybody keep on talking about either scandal or how to get away with murder. Yeah, how to get away with murder was good too, but that again, when that scandal went off, I ain't really do too much TV. Yeah, yeah, it was good though. It was good. Yeah, music is everything to me. It is. It is. So I know that you um, mentioned earlier uh, that you. Um, I don't want to say the wrong thing but you work at the leasing office and um my next question for you was going to be like are you um currently doing anything in your career field what you mean like like, like journalism pr like i know that you mentioned mentioned earlier your business so Mm -hmm. so like Um, anything outside of that like are you are you still doing um radio 
Um, I'm about to get back in the radio. Uh, I think I'm trying to. I'm I'm working on not rushing things. That's another mm-hmm. thing I learned when I graduated. Um, so I'm trying to just let it let it naturally flow because I don't want to get back on the radio and sound terrible. I ain't been on since March. Um, literally the pandemic took me off the air. So um, I don't want to just rush it. I'm so excited to get back on the air and I sound bad or. I'm not hip to all that's going on in pop culture or I just I just wanted to be I wanted to flow like I want to just walk in there like God was like okay it's time like I don't want to be like God it's time like I'm doing that and um, I'm actually about to I love my job I literally love my job um, so I'm about to make that into a YouTube Mm. yeah i think it's time i've been i've been wanting to do a youtube um and i think i'm gonna start this way and see where it takes me um now if i start one that's lifestyle so be it but i think this one will be a little bit more interesting and unique so um we're gonna do that um and I get, I get, I get a show. I get a show. A little sneak peek of what the YouTube is. So pretty much, what I'll be doing is using my expertise as a leasing agent to help people who are either going to their first apartment out of high school or out of college, mm. um, because people don't know. People don't know what a security deposit is. People don't know what a lease is. Why? They don't understand why maintenance comes in their house without knocking. Um, it's just little stuff that people just don't know. You just go to the dorm, and then they say, you know, you're in an apartment living your best life, but you don't know what's going on in that office. Right. So um, that's what I want to help, especially black people. Black people don't be knowing. They just be signing their right. way. Black people so pressed to get away from their mama. They sign their lives away and don't read nothing. Right. And that's that's where a lot of people end up in an apartment that they can't afford. So they got, a, they got an apartment. I live by myself. I just smoke weed on my own. Nobody come in here because of their student house. You ain't got no food in the in the, uh, in the free. Why? Because you got an apartment outside your means. You didn't realize how much rent was versus how much you make. Like, so um, that's what the YouTube will be based around starting out. And then we'll see, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. I definitely think that YouTube is definitely you. Definitely. Yeah. Cause you know, you already have the voice, but like the face to the voice and then the energy. Uh, I think the people need that. I definitely think the people need that. I'm excited. It's going to be funny. It's going to, it's going to be helpful, but it's going to be funny. And it's, I'm excited because there's nobody doing it. Like they, even if it's people that started it, they started and they stopped. Nobody went in depth. Nobody still helped with the questions I came up with. Like I was Googling questions that I would want to talk about. And I was like, they, they didn't touch on this. So right. um, I'm excited. I'm excited too. I'm super excited. Yes. Okay. So what is one internship or involvement centered around your major? So your major, your concentration was PR, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, if, even if it's not PR, it's okay. Um, you enjoyed the most and why? I enjoyed the most. I would probably say, I can I flip the question a little bit? Yeah, I was just about to say that because I know you haven't had one experience. So I really want to hear about California. That's what I really want to hear about. And that and that's the one I want to talk about. Yeah. It, was, <laughs> it, it was a trip. Yeah. Um, but that so that California experience that she's talking about, I had secured an internship with Amazon. And um I was an area manager intern. 
And at the time, they they probably still do because Amazon is just, they'll throw up a building anyway and be like, y'all come work, we got a warehouse. But yeah. um, <laughs> it, it was uh, Airy Manager Intern and they were, she had reached out to me on LinkedIn and I, I was manifesting this internship, y'all. Like I was like, I'm doing 20 applications a week. I'm connecting with people on LinkedIn. Guys gonna work it out. I'm having an internship in California this year. I don't care what nobody say. And next thing I know, I didn't even put an application in. She reached out to me on LinkedIn and was like, hey, I saw your profile. I thought you'd be a great candidate for this. You should apply and say I was the person that referred you. And I was like, oh, bet. Uh-oh. And um, I got it. And uh, they had us rank. And y'all know what I rank. I rank California number one. And oh, they put me in California. Period. <laughs> so um, they put me in California. And y'all, I love California. But I hated my internship. Mm. I mean, I hated it. And I hated it because, like Nia said, it was the internship that accepted my degree or my concentration, my focus. But that was not a job that fit me. Mm. And um, that's the beauty of internships. You get to find out what the hell you like. And what the hell you dim a damn don't like. Okay. And the main difference that I saw was that was an analytical job, and I am a creative. Mm. So that that position that I was interning for, say I would say they were to offer me a position. It was so bad, y'all. When they had said, Do you want us to see if we can get you off? I said, No, I'm good. Like it's it's fine. I don't need don't even go through the trouble. It's okay. When my flight is ready, I'm getting on it. And I'm not at only thing I want to do with Amazon is order stuff. I don't want to work for y'all. Okay. So um, I was like, I'm good. And uh I would what was what was I saying? Oh, um, it was analytical. So pretty much the position, it's a warehouse. So it was a, the, the position, the person was a supervisor, essentially, of a department in the warehouse. So that area, that's what you, the area you were managing. So there was people who had, when you put an order in, there was people who had to literally, they shop for the order all day. Like they literally have carts and they are, as your order comes in, they have a little scanner that has the order come in, where it is, they have to pick it up, scan it, put it in their bag, they put it on a chute, and it goes up to this conveyor belt. It's people up there. That's another area. It's a manager has to be there. They are taking it and sorting it, and then there's another area. They packaging it. Like, it's a whole... So when I got in there, I was like, this looks like worker bees. Yeah. Worker <laughs> And I was like, what the hell am I supposed to be doing with this? Right. The, the area manager pretty much just sat in Washington. They had to make sure they weren't um, taking too much time, like idle time. Um, they had to make sure they didn't go to the bathroom too long. Um, they had rates. They had to keep up. You fell below that rate. They pulled you off to the side and be like, hey, what's going on? What's going on at home? You good? Like your rate is slow. Uh, we need you to pick up, pick up the speed. Wow. Like it was, it was like, I do not want to do this. I do radio. Yeah, <laughs> I do radio. So I mean, it got to a point. I was hiding in that joint. Like I would go to work and I would hide for for. It was three, four, four ten. So I was in there for ten hours hiding. Ten <laughs> hiding. It was a warehouse, so I would just find places with my computer. What you doing? Oh, I'm working on this this internship thing. We got to turn it in the end of the year. Oh, bull crap in that. Because I didn't know what was going on. Right. 
Um, and it just wasn't what I was used to. I was like, I don't exactly. know what this is. I, I don't know what y'all looking at. I'm sitting in meetings with people who getting paid salary to do this. I'm like, what is this? Like I, every day I'm like, what is this? And I was like, this ain't it. But I love California. So that kept me there. On top of the fact, I, again, I'm just not a quitter. I said, if you signed up for this and you didn't realize this is what it was going to be, that's because you didn't read enough. So you're going to have to sit through it. You're not going to quit and you're not going to get fired. And I had called my grandma. She was like, well, they can't fire you because it's an internship. You don't know what the hell you're doing. That's why you're there. And I was like, you're right. So I'm not going to quit. So I was tugging it out. I thugged it out. But I never rigged the last two weeks. My mama and my sister came the second to last week I was supposed to leave. Girl, I called out sick. I went. I literally went to the doctor to get written out of work for a week. We went to Vegas. <laughs> we went to L.A. <laughs> Y'all was living our best life. Girl, we went to the talk. I had met somebody in Vegas the first time I went when I was living in California a couple of weeks before my mom and sister came. He was... Uh, one of the one of the assistants for the people at the top, he had given us tickets. So I said, listen, when y'all come out here, we're going to the top. We're living our best lives. I'm off work. I'm off. I'm written out of work. Talking about I'm off work. <laughs> so, but I was living my best life. So it was one of the things I literally had to make the best of it that I could because I was out there by myself. All the A&T people was in L.A. So I was traveling to L.A. every weekend. Um, that's why if you see me on my story, me and Jamal Averett are really, like, close. And that's because we was like... That was my dog. Like, if yeah. I ain't had Jamal, I don't know what would happen because I was ready to go back to Greece. I was like, I will work at WNAA 90.1 for free before I sit out here, okay? And I was like, you know what? That's what you get, though. You didn't read the fine print. You're going to have to finish it out. See it through. So that was that was an experience. It really was. Definitely. So what were what were you thinking, like, kind of, like, going out there? Like, what were your thoughts? Like, because I, I guess you had to fly. You definitely had to fly. So what were you, you know, coming from Greensboro and then going to California? Like, how was that adjustment? It, it wasn't too bad of an adjustment. The more, more of the adjustment was internal. Uh, and that was because I was in a place I had never been. I was on the side of a country I had never been. And um, I was living by myself. I had never lived by myself. So everything was getting out the mud on my own. This was my first job at a different location for real. And I had, I've always traveled with my family, but I've never lived anywhere outside of Greensboro. Right. So it was, it was a fun challenge for me. And that's why I was so gun ho on like, I'm getting an internship and I'm getting in California because people people from Greensboro just don't up and go to California. Right, so, right. I was like, I'm going to go and I'm going to come back and tell people about it because niggas need to know what's over there. Like, right. So um, it was it was more so internal, Justin, like having to figure out where everything was, having to figure out the grocery stores you like, um, having to figure out where the people are, where the black people are. That was a, that was the toughest one. That was <laughs> that one. Where the black people are because where I live, honestly, it was like get out. And I say that because everything, it was so rare. <laughs> you laughing, but it was so rare that I would see black people. Every time we saw each other, we waved as if our life depended on it. So did That's you work with any black people? It was not. There was not many black people. Mm. So that's the other reason I went to L.A. every week, because that's what the Knicks say. 
Okay. Right. Where the parties at the, and the Africans in LA too, so they can party. So I was going to LA every weekend because I was like, I need to see black people and I need to see friends. Like, right. I go crazy. I hate my job. I need to get out of here. So, um, yeah, that was that. So you love Cali as a whole, though. Outside of the internship, you liked it. I like Cali. I would you move there? I would move there. Um. Under a couple of conditions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would move there for school because mm-hmm. I do want to go back to school full force, but I want to go when this pandemic is over because what I want to do, you need to be in person. You can't, I can't, I can't be in a recording studio with an artist on Zoom. That, that's just not what I want to do. Yeah. I want to be in, okay. Um, right. So I would go to California for school also because California is kind of like a music haven. Um all them big, big labels are out there. Um, and the entertainment industry, period. Aside from, you know, Tyler Perry Studios on the East Coast, that's Hollywood. It's Hollywood. Um, so I would go there for school if I had property. Because living in California, the apartment prices, my friend, I have a friend that's paying $1,200 in mm. California as a roommate. Mm. A roommate, <laughs> twelve hundred. That's high. Very expensive. And his room, that person's room, is not the biggest of rooms. Mm. So he's paying. He's literally paying for location, market, California, all that, LA, blah, blah, blah. So I'm just like, I want to come out here when I have either property or a plan to some kind of a way have a discounted stay. Definitely. Um, so those two circumstances, and it also depends on my family. My family's kind of old. So at that moving away, they thought they, they acted like they was going to have a heart attack when I said I'm going for 10 weeks. So that whole idea of moving for real, I'd be like, listen, I'll move if some of y'all come with me because I'm not, mm. not going to hear about it. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. So it was under those certain conditions, but I would if I, but also at the end of the day, for the right price. Hell yeah, I'll go. Why? Forget all the other stuff I just named for the right price. Absolutely. Definitely. So, um, if if I ever got a, a radio offer or a um A and R music marketing or whatever type of offer, I I pack up for a little bit. Yeah, I don't think I could live over there long term. though. I will say that. I yeah. think it's I think it's too far, too far, and it's too far from what I know. The south, right? The south, the south. I, I will say this: the South and the West are just different. Mm, very it's different. Very, it's very different, especially when you grew up in the South. Oh, like it was hard for me to find spades parties. I was like, "Do niggas not play spades?" Why y'all don't know how to play like shit? We already don't know how to play spades in, in the South. Some people don't know how to play spades, but shit, yeah, you go out there. Yeah, I, was like, I can't find three more people. That's crazy. <laughs> so um, it is it, it, little stuff like that would just blow me. Mm-hmm. Um and also the the lingo is different. The way they go about Oof. things is different. I'm like this, this, this ain't hood enough. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so graceful. So I was like, um, I don't know. It it just would depend. But I will say, I told my mom this because I have a friend that's about to move out there for pharmacy. Um, I was like, I would not go again right now at this age unless I was going and I knew somebody close to where I would be. Um, because the first time, the first time by yourself is cool, but I really think this age, like the twenties, if you go to California, you really should go 
when you have somebody to experience it with, especially if you're coming from the South. Because it's more, I think it's more fun. Like, I had a lot of fun when I met my a t alumni friends in L.A. And I was like, it's different when I'm by myself. So um, I highly recommend trying it one time by yourself. But trying it with a friend is, is definitely, it's, it's, I think it's more fun. Because it's, it's a lot to do. It is a lot to do. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So, you know, people, they, you know, they try to have this stigma on auntie. So kind of give us your journey, your experience of being a journalism student, Crosby kid, and actually from Greensboro. Because we don't really have a lot of that, you know. A lot of people, you know, go to Winston State, you know, mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that is true. I never, I never realized that, but that is true. It's, it's a lot of people that go to A&T from Greensboro, but a lot of them don't major in communications, um, or at least they don't finish. Some do, but they don't finish. So right. they can't live. They can't live to tell that story. But um, I would say my journey, uh, it was, it was very unique. Um, but it was one of those things where. You have to realize that communications and anything communications-wise is a creative role. So, therefore, you are going to have a creative journey. Mm. Um, and my journey was creative because I can remember, I think every every I think every person or at least most freshmen or at least most freshmen who are dedicated to the college journey and progressing and becoming great and getting that all that good stuff on their resume – they find those people to look at. Um, and I would call them, I would call them the A&T OGs. So um, two in particular that I always watch, I'm like, they always on it. They always got an internship. They always, da, 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 da. I ain't got nothing. Yeah. I, ain't got I ain't got nothing. <laughs> and it was, um, it was Jameer Tools and it was Courtney. What's Courtney's last name? She's AKA Courtney. I can't think of her name, but she know. I'm going to have to tell them so they can watch this. Um, but I would watch them all the time. And I was like, Jamir always wears a suit. Is that why he always got an internship? Courtney always fly. Courtney so sweet. <laughs> I'm not going to get nothing, Lord. I'm a freshman. They sophomores. They got 10 internships. What am I going to do? And um, I was like, you know what? Just do the best you can. And I was freshman class president. I said, do the best you can. So I did that. I did radio on the talk show. I wasn't even I wasn't even on radio for real for real. I was on a talk I was a part of a radio team. Um and we was we was doing a talk show. I was doing freshman class press. I said it's the best I got. It's the best I got. Um then sophomore year came and I was like, All right, I'm not on SGA anymore. And then I kind of weaseled my way back into SGA. And then I kind of felt like I was like, all right, radio. All right, but I feel like I'm doing Nothing still because it's still those OGs that's doing 50 million. Right, 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 right. Like, I was like, What is going on? Right. So, um, next thing I know, that's why you literally have to bloom where you are planted because you mm-hmm. never know. Stuff can take off fast. Next thing I know, I am on air by myself, I am on air three times a week by myself. I got people listening to me. I got people calling me saying they heard me in the car. Then I got people saying, yeah, we want you to host this event. Oh, we from SUIB. Can you host this event? Oh, we from 
um, we make clothes out of hangers. We want you to host this event. I was like, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Next thing I know, my schedule, I was ripping and running. On top of the fact that I didn't do broke. Like, I, you can meet any of my friends. If I ain't got no money, I got access to money. Right. So I was radio, hosting, and working. And going to class. Mom said, I don't know how you finished a and I said, I don't either. I'm going to be real. I finessed my way through, though. Like, yeah, yeah. I, got yeah, to. Got yeah. to. I finessed. I said, because I was doing everything. Like, life will happen fast. And next thing I know, I was the OG that I was looking up to. Because I was like, they just they just kept doing it. And it really, all, all I was looking at for them or at them was they were consistent. Mm. That's you true. To, That's you true. have to be consistent. And I'm in this, um, I'm in this accountability team. Um, and that one thing they say, every time we get off the call in the morning, we get up at 7 a.m. every morning and we talk about what we're grateful for. And we do prayer at the end. And we talk about everybody goes over a goal. They're going to complete today. And um, one thing they always say is, Give it up for showing up for yourselves. Mm. And you got to show up for you. If you don't show up for nobody else. You got to show up for yourself. You got to show up for mm. you. I got to write that down. I like that. I definitely got to write that's that down. it. And I just, I had got to a point, I was like, I, I, I can only do what I can do right now. Mm. I don't know where the internship going to come from, but I know where the prayer come from. I know where the help come from. Mm. We just going to go ahead. If radio is all I got, SJ is all I got, damn it, I'm going to be the best at it. And we're going to see where it takes us. And next thing I know, they was like, you the best. Can you host this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? And I was booked, like, from June, I would say from the beginning of my junior year to the pandemic, I was booked. So it it really, like, I think that's why not walking hit me so hard because I was about to finish out strong. Like, yeah. like when I went about stage, we was going up in the concert. Yeah, that like, was like, three, 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 three. she went out. She went out for the city. She out. Let's go. Like, I was ready. So, if it's 2050 and they like, who walking from class to Me. Me. Because this for Greensboro. This for Dudley. Yeah, this for <laughs> Like, I'll put this shit down. I did this shit for the niggas behind me, bro. I'm walking. I don't care that. And girl, you got a cane. I don't care. I ain't walking 2020. Y'all niggas better, better let me walk. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, that's where, I, that's where I was at. Like you said, you know, you have the people that you admire, you look up to, especially in your same major. And you was like, dang, they got that internship. They got that scholarship. What am I not doing? But like, like you said, you got to, like, have tunnel vision. Focus on you. Know what you're good at. Timing. That's why I say, you know, trust in the process. That's why I say I knew you would be the perfect person to, you know, talk about, you know, trust in the process with. So we're gonna have we're gonna wind out to the final question because it's been really good talking to you. Really good, really good. It's been great. It's been great. So what would you classify your passion? What would what would you classify? Dang, how am I gonna word this? What is your passion? What is your passion? We're going to keep it simple. I ain't going to even try to throw no words in there. What is your passion? We're going to keep it simple because you know I'm going to have an extra ass answer. Yeah. So, um, I was, my main passion is to, and you can't buy this and you can't, you can't apply for it, 
It is to inspire people to be the best version of themselves. Um, that is my first passion every day. Um, after that, it is going to be music and radio and um, kind of motivational things. Um, so whether that's quotes, whether that's talks, whether that's lives, stuff like this, um, all of those things that help develop people and think different, those are my passions. But yeah, if I had to put a, a actual pin on a passion that you could apply for and put on a, a life, uh, um, what they call them things, a vision board, uh -huh. it would be music and radio. Mm, I love yeah. that. I love yeah. that. The so, grind. I love the grind. Oh, I love music. I love music. Like, <sighs> so you definitely gotta listen to that new song by Jasmine Sullivan now. Listen to oh, the lyrics. I, I want you to pull up the lyrics. I want you to pull up the lyrics now, cause you gotta go with the lyrics. Gotta gotta look at the lyrics. Cause damn, I don't know. Honey, baby, cause them pick up your feelings lyrics took me out. Okay, girl, like, right. hey, pick it up, pick it up, <laughs> pick it up, and they gonna try my cleaning, cause I'm watching my way. Yeah, I'm not gonna be thinking about this tomorrow. We clean it right now. I need to come get your shit right now. Okay? <laughs> right now, because it's crazy how certain songs can just take you places. Like, as many times I because everybody know I love Mary J. Blige. As many times as I listen have I listened to Real Love, Real Love yesterday. I'm searching for a real love. This may not be it, but I'm about to go find it. She said, you know, you may not see me the way I see you, but I'm about to go find some real love. And I said, okay. damn, this shit hitting the day. I said, shit, damn, this hitting the day. But we're going to wind down this episode to the second segment of this show. It's it's called What's the 411, which is what it is, what it ain't from your host and your guests. So we're going to end this off with a quote. So the quote is, and in a world full of trends, remain classic. So what are your thoughts on that, Angie? Be the best you can be. And nobody can do you better than you. Because mm. Loud and, <laughs> and sometimes I'm not, and that's okay. Cause I realize that I I 
am a multifaceted person. I can be as quiet as a mouse. Mm-hmm. I can be loud as hell. Mm-hmm. And that's because that's me. That's that's me. So definitely. Oh my gosh. I really enjoyed this conversation with you. I just want to say thank you for coming on my podcast and dropping some gems because people really yeah. need it. Here yeah. is Sprinkle of Jesus. Well, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, I want y'all to tune in every Flavor Friday and make sure you tune in next week for another episode. Period. Because we just made history. Period.